Hi, moms. Although today's episode is a happy announcement, there is some talk about pregnancy loss and dealing with anxiety around loss. So we just wanted to give you a quick heads up. We have always wanted to keep these conversations authentic and honest to our experiences, and we know that so many of you have experienced similar difficult situations. If you find this subject triggering, you may want to stop the episode around the 23-minute mark. Either way, we're here for you, and we love you. There's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. What's up, my rays of sunshine? My name is Candace, and I am here with Shannon and Whitney. Welcome back to the Mom Group Chat Podcast. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh, Shannon, you are in my favorite sweatshirt. I Cornelia am. Street. Yeah, I got this off Etsy. Um... It's a nod to Taylor Swift. It says Cornelia Street on it, New York, New York. And then there's like a little bicycle. It says 1989. So like the real ones would know. Yeah. And then everyone else is just like your New York tourist. I love it. (laughs) I know. I do love that. Um, We are definitely going to have a full episode on Taylor Swift. We've talked about this a lot. We went to the Eras tour, Shannon and I, this summer. It was truly a highlight. I went twice. Shannon is also going twice. You still have a show ahead of you in Los Angeles. I'm very jealous of you. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on. We actually have to go into the details of that because, Whitney, did you know that Shannon has front row tickets? Second row. Second row tickets. Second row tickets. Still. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I am not going to be cool about it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) my friend Stephanie – got the tickets like in all of the hubbub the day of the Ticketmaster meltdown, but she got them on StubHub and they were pricey. They were, yeah. they were pricey. Um, and I was like, that's insane that you did that. And she was like, I know I'm an insane person, but then the prices just continued to go higher and higher and higher for forever Oh and like gosh. they still yeah. haven't gone down. So a few months ago, she, she kept goading me. She was like, you have to come with me. She was going to take her husband. I guess I'm her biggest – I'm her biggest 50 fan. Like we both – we talk about Taylor Swift a lot. Um, and she was like, I want. I don't want to go with Chris. Like I want to go with someone who's going to like not freak out when I freak out. And then I just started envisioning myself there. <laughs> second row and every time I was listening to Taylor Swift in the car I was like I I have the option to sit second row oh and it's the last night of the tour it's the finale yeah it's the finale so I like came to Andrew hat in hand because you know I was like Stephanie went crazy she did something wild the other thing that's (laughs) funny is like Stephanie's husband is Andrew's like very good friend one of his best friends and he is like one of their bits is that Andrew doesn't spend any money and Chris like spends all of his money on like fun toys and stuff and Andrew's like a big time saver guy and so Chris is always like trying to get him to spend money on shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Chris was also goading him. He was like, you got to let Shannon go to this concert. And I basically begged. I was like, this will be my Christmas birthday, <laughs> push present, everything for the rest of my life. And he was like, okay. 
and I I'll mean, see you oh there. <laughs> you're so close. Like, you're going to make eye contact and make out maybe. I don't know. Oh, she my God. me on the mouth. Oh, <gasps> my God. Could you imagine? I don't. She I think couldn't. I would just turn into dust like a witch or something. <laughs> <laughs> just be like. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. It truly I've been saying this and Shannon knows, like I've definitely sent this exact text into our like Taylor Swift group, but the Eras tour right now is such a moment in history that I am so proud to have been a part of. Like the fact that we got tickets to multiple shows and we're able to witness it and to like talk, like I genuinely feel like this is one of the tours that like people are going to talk about forever and ever. Like, like the way I heard my dad talk about like the, a tour of the Beatles or whatever, like this is going to be that. And I am so happy that I was able to be there. I get emotional watching my videos back. I know this all sounds hella dramatic, but it's so good. It's just everything. And I'm so excited for you, Shannon. You, you, you mentioned those tickets are, were pricey the day of, which I'm sure they were, they were, but now that everyone has seen the show and everyone knows what it is, like the tickets are six seven times the price they were that day so actually yeah. I'm sure they were pricey but they were probably a steal like I feel like yeah. second row tickets nowadays are like 20 grand or 50 grand or something like crazy insane so you probably is did well I mean, honestly is it tempting to sell no Whitney I don't know <laughs> I mean 20 grand in my pocket uh, <laughs> uh it's not. No, this is like, to Candace's point, this is a moment in history and yeah. it's priceless. So, yeah. <laughs> no, we that. will not be selling. <laughs> it, yeah. I say keep them. So, this reminds me with just one more Taylor Swift story and then I swear we will move on to bigger and better <laughs> things here. But sure. Um, sure. At my <laughs> bachelorette party. So, Let's take it back to pre-COVID times. Uh, we had tickets to Loverfest, which obviously never came to fruition because of COVID times. And so we were going, at the time, Whitney lived in Rhode Island. So mm -hmm. we were going in Boston because there was only one in Boston and one in LA, right? There were only two right. cities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were going, we had tickets. Whitney bought a ticket with us because we were going to be we were going to go like to Boston. Biggest fan, but like, I'll go. I've seen Taylor Swift yeah. before. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm along for the ride. Like, y'all stay with me. We'll go. We'll have yeah. a time. Whatever. Yeah. It wasn't Shannon, like a huge I don't, deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened that time and why, how you were not included in the. I think I was going to go in California because oh. I had lived there and like yeah that was just kind of right. the thing but the taylor swift book club which is like me and candace and then her two friends mark and mckenzie i think that kind of formed at your bachelorette party it was yeah, like it you did. and yeah. you and i were aligned wow. as swifties but i wasn't yet aligned with mark and mckenzie as swifties as wow. like yeah, a, yeah. A yeah, right. where it blossomed i missed out yeah so <laughs> But it was at my bachelorette party where we were like screaming cruel summer and like lover had just like more recently come out and we were like looking forward to Loverfest. We had the tickets and I think Whitney could just see how deep 
Shannon's love was for Taylor Swift. <laughs> and so we are probably drunk at my bachelorette party. And Whitney yeah. turns. Yeah. I think <laughs> we were I like, hit my face on a glass door that night. So. <laughs> 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 so we, Shannon, or Whitney turns to Shannon and was like, if you want to take my ticket, like, I'm cool to sit out. And Shannon just like bursts into tears, like <laughs> like collapsed in my arms, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know." <laughs> was- I was so excited because at the time, I feel like the ticket maybe the tickets were hard to get. I hadn't, yeah. I didn't have a plan yet for Loverfest. Like that whole weekend we had just been, I had like been bonding with Mark and Mackenzie too over it. And we were all just like singing constantly. I'm sure the rest of the house was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's listen to something else. And then Whitney with her heart of gold was like, you know what? I'm going to give this to someone who really needs it. Yeah. And she offered it to me and I was like, I hit the ground. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. It means so much to me. I was like, y'all have fun. Yeah, I'll see you thrilled. before and after and we'll party around that. And y'all have fun. Yeah. It would well, have been fun. Spoiler alert, it never happened. So we'll never know. She's making up for it. Like, yeah. Wait, sorry. Just one more thing. She had literally four shows planned. Now she's yeah. doing like four shows per city. Yeah, yeah like, that's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. And, we're and all then just she just announced at the altar. We're all like just oh, literally no. spending our life savings <laughs> to be one of 80,000 to be No, be you're going to kiss her in LA. So oh my God, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> just poof, glitter. <laughs> Yeah, it's glitter nuts. That's what I picture. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've really been beating around the bush here because there is much bigger and better things to talk about. And that is that we have a very exciting announcement today on Mom Group Chat. Are you ready? Drum roll. Are you ready for it? (laughs) I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) It's Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> Yay! We're so thrilled. Yes, our very own Shannon is pregnant with child. And you may have heard her talking about ovulation testing and all that. Mm-hmm. It worked, people. We got a bean in there. It did. <laughs> um, we're so excited. Yeah. Give us the full rundown. How far along are you? How are you feeling? When's your due date? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, This is where we should splice in the audio clip from when we were recorded in March. (laughs) And I was saying how we were going to pause in April because I didn't want another December baby because it would just be Mm -hmm. too much in December. No. (laughs) We didn't. And the due date is December 29th, Candace's birthday, which is so fun. I'm going to have a little birthday twin. Yes. TJ's due date was January 5th, and then he was born December 31st. So it'll be somewhere around there. So December is lit in our house and will be lit yeah. for forever. Um, I think that puts – I'm 13 weeks or very Yay. close okay. to 13 weeks. Yay. So uh, 
It's a girl, which we're really yeah. excited about. Yes. Little we're girl s- coming to the fam. We're which so excited. We, we're thrilled because, well, Shannon's son, TJ, he'll be two right around the time that you're having little girl. So they'll be almost, I mean, exactly two years apart, which is perfection. And then mm-hmm. since you already have a son and you're having a daughter, it's just the best news. And we, we've just... I think we actually have a video of us reacting and we do. <laughs> yes. I'll splice yeah. that in here. Yeah. It's because out the gender, yeah. which like literally props to people who are like, I'm going to wait. How? Like, I don't oh. have that chip. I don't have that like delayed gratification chip. Like I eat the marshmallows as soon as the proctor of the study leaves. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we were compulsively checking the the lab results mm-hmm. and like found out immediately. So and it's then a girl. we were demanding immediately to know. Yeah. We were I like, was like, tell us right now. We're like, look, I get it that Andrew's your partner, but we're important. Like, we need yeah. to know. Yeah. We yeah. were recording when I got the her, I think I got the information right before we started recording, but Andrew was gone and we like paused recording so I could go to open it up with him. Ugh. And then I came back and I was like, it's a girl. My heart was in my butthole the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's so I was fun. so <laughs> I love like we like finding out the gender of your own baby is obviously like so exciting, but that's what's fun about having a baby is I mean for me, finding out what it is like with your friends. Cause then you get to start yeah. Dreaming and games and shopping and all of the fun stuff. I feel feel like finding out the gender is what makes it so real seeming. You're like, okay, I can start to like manifest this baby in my head. Like, what are they going to be like? Who are they? Mm -hmm. You can pick a name. There is like, I feel like finding out the gender truly makes it real. Yeah, hitting that 12-week mark where you can kind of relax. And then knowing gender, it's like game on. I'm about to set up my nursery. It's about to yeah. be cute. It's so fun. And yeah. also, because their due dates are so close to each other, I was like, please be a girl. Because if this is a boy, I have literally nothing to shop for. I have absolutely everything I need. Yeah. Because I'll just rinse and repeat with every single piece of yeah. clothing that we already own. But so now true. I'm like – Need a new wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like sending links every day. I'm like, Shannon, this for a girl, because I'm having a girl too. And Candace goes, What about me? <laughs> like, I have the girl already. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's like I'm looking at baby stuff. So and Alice is Yeah. Yeah. And Alice is such a small girl. Like, I mean, we'll take hand me downs, but you have to hang on to them just in case. And then also yeah. I feel like my baby is gonna be the size of Alice at like six months. <laughs> Mine's definitely trending that way myself, so. Um, Uh. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's been – I was also really happy that it was a girl because, as you guys know, I thought it was a girl. And I felt like it was a girl in my body, and this pregnancy has been way tougher than my first one. So I was like, Lord, give me an explanation. Like, why is this happening to me? This has Dude, to be girls, different somehow. The girls suck the life out of you. Yeah. They do. I, I've i been like biting my tongue 
so much recording this podcast with you guys because we've talked about body image and like yep. feeling disgusting and like not recognizing your own body and whatever and just all of the trials and tribulations that come with pregnancy and I've been like I'm hurting <laughs> but I couldn't really say anything and that's what sucks the most about the first trimester is like you're yeah. in the most pain but it's I mean, not- everyone does what they what they do with announcing, but for us, I definitely wanted to wait. So again, so glad I had some close friends, including my girls here in the group chat, to talk to about these things because yeah. I was keeping it on the DL. Yeah. Pregnancy can yeah. feel really lonely too. I struggled that with that a lot in with Alice in my first pregnancy. Like I feel like pregnancy felt super lonely and if you don't have especially when you're like keeping the secret in the first Mm -hmm. trimester you know before it's like safe to share so if you are pregnant and you're listening to this and you're feeling lonely like dm us we are opening up a facebook group so that all of you guys can connect with each other and chat and start your own due date groups and ask for advice and help and links and all the things. So we we will definitely link that in the show notes of this episode. Um, Plus you will also see it on our uh, Instagram. Uh, But yeah, can't wait to connect with even more of you over there. Yeah. And you can post anonymously, just kind of like how it is with baking little babies. So if you are wanting to talk or just have a certain conversation, you can do that on there anonymously, which I think is a nice safe space. So Yeah, totally. And we'll listen. Yeah, always. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I was going to say when you were, you were talking about it feeling lonely, like even though this is my second go round, well, it's my yeah. third go round. We can talk about that in a little bit, but um like Andrew is a great partner. Love him so much. But do you guys feel like when you're pregnant, like your husband doesn't believe you that you're in pain? <laughs> oh my God. Like, Every day of my life. <laughs> even when he's being sympathetic and is like, and he has been amazing this, this pregnancy because I've really needed some extra support and he's been up early with TJ, like taking extra shifts when I just need a nap. But I feel so guilty needing that extra support. And I'm always like, I swear to you, this is real. Like I feel nauseous. Mm -hmm. I feel exhausted. Even though I don't look pregnant, like, do you believe me? Yeah. Do you believe Mm -hmm. me? Like, do you believe this is real? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't believe you. (laughs) I feel like Chris being medical helps because he's like, okay, I get it. Um, But I don't know. It's at the same time you kind of get with any situation frustrated after a while you're like okay enough's enough time to buck up and help again so yes and I feel like that and again like I can't say that this is how Andrew's feeling this is just like in my own head but I feel like he has the same thing where he's like okay like it's been several (laughs) weeks now like are you feeling better and I'm like no I feel worse (laughs) Yeah, Sorry that's to how tell I you, felt. I'm bedridden yeah. at this point. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how I felt about 
Vinny when I was pregnant. I felt like he would be like, okay, like <laughs> you've been yeah. throwing up now for six weeks. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's stopping now. Right. And I'm like, you're making yourself I do still that. feel, yeah, that's sometimes he would treat me like that. And I'm like, I wish you could feel what I felt because it's like having the worst hangover of your life for three months straight. At least that's how it yeah. was for me personally. I threw up every day pretty much with it Alice. So I cannot believe to have a hangover and not be hungover. It's rude. Yeah, it's it is. So it's so rude. It's so rude. So th- what I did and what I suggest you guys do, um, just Google pregnancy hormone chart and it shows you like what's spiking at which time. And every time I was feeling like a total grouchy McGrouch bitch pants, I would just like send that to Andrew and be like, this is where I'm at. Like we're approaching the peak of the hyperbola, but we're not there yet. So buckle up. Because we're on a roller coaster. I feel like Vinny would look at that chart and be like, what am I looking at? Like, I don't know what any of this means. Like, no, it's it's a very steep increase. Like, he knows how charts work, so he doesn't really need to know what he's looking at. It's a very aggressive, like, up and to the right situation. So, okay. He'll know. But luckily, you're in your, or almost in your second trimester, which is. Oh, the golden time. I'm feeling better. I actually oh. went to a workout class this morning, which like I didn't I didn't push myself at all, but just like going and showing up, I was like, okay, there is there is some light here. I'm like waiting for that second trimester burst of energy. Yes. But I am definitely feeling better. It's and I'm so, so optimistic now. So nice. Cause you can still Yay. sleep through the night, your energy comes back. You do start shopping for all the clothes and doing the nursery, and it's just so fun. And yeah, whew, now that I'm in my third, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, I'm back in that dip of this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. The third <laughs> is tough. Yeah. I'm curious to see how this goes, Wit, because I know that you have mentioned with the second just like growing so fast, and I mm-hmm. feel that happening. Like, I already feel like I look a little pregnant. My pants are are already tight. Yep. And I'm going to have to be I mean, I, I busted out my old maternity clothes, so I'm like already in those, which I don't think I even bought until halfway. Right. Last time. So, it's dealing a with that humbling experience the second go around for sure. Humbling. <laughs> and the girls apparently they carry low, so I'm just like this whole uterus of mine is really <laughs> It's sagging? Sagging. The girl's sagging. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, Shannon, a second ago, I know you mentioned this being your third go-round. So I just wanted to know if you feel comfortable talking about that a little bit and how it's affected this pregnancy and how you've been feeling. Um, I think we'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. So we did have a miscarriage in November of last year. And I know a lot of women deal with that. So hopefully if you've dealt with that, you've like found other women who have as well. I actually felt like I didn't hear about it really from other people until I started bringing it up a little bit. But it mm-hmm. is like, when when is someone going to like share that with you? Like it doesn't come up randomly all the time. But once I yeah. went through it, you know, it did come up 
here and there. And then I just learned that a lot of people I knew had actually dealt with it. And you're that, the first yeah. close person to me that has shared that story with, with us. And yeah, it was, it's just tough to, to hear. Yeah. I feel yeah. like getting older, I have heard so many people close to me and not that are, that have dealt with that. And I feel like as you get older, you really start to realize how common it is and it's it's just crazy. And I know a lot of people talk about this online. There's a lot of influencers and celebrities and stuff who have brought attention to like pregnancy loss. And, um, I'm sure we'll have more episodes about this moving forward, um, with some guests and things like that. But I just feel like no one really talks about it when you're younger. Like when you're dreaming of having a family, like you don't really like hear about how common it actually is. Yeah. So, I mean, with you going through that, you know, back in November, did how did that affect this pregnancy? I would say that was the hardest part was how it impacted this pregnancy. Well, not, not the hardest part, but not something to be like, minimized is the anxiety that I felt. Yeah. There was just a lot more anxiety. I think in November, um, it was tough because you just don't expect it. Here, I'll just get a little bit into it. And I I know that like everyone deals with like their own journey to a healthy and happy baby. And I'm like, some people have it much more difficult than just having one loss. And I feel so grateful to have TJ and then Mm -hmm. this like pregnancy Mm -hmm. that's looking very healthy and on track, but it was called like a missed miscarriage. So it's not like in the movies when you see a miscarriage, which is just like, is somebody like has a bloody episode in the bathroom Yeah, or like all of a sudden they like feel it come out of them or something like that. Like I – went to the doctor and I felt like the first ultrasound that I had, the fetus was measuring like really small compared to how I felt like I should be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember being like, I, I've been tracking, like I really think I'm more like eight weeks, but it was only measuring like six. Yeah. So I immediately, and I think I was texting you guys, I immediately mm-hmm. felt like something was kind of off. And so then I went into, I, I asked the doctor, I was like, can I just come back in like a couple of weeks because this feels off to me? And they were like, sure, you can, but like everything's fine. The heartbeat's where it should be, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if like if that was just an intuition or a coincidence, but I really like at that point got nervous and I was like, I think something's off. Mm-hmm. So I came back in a couple weeks and then they were like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I feel good. Like I still feel so pregnant. I had a ton of symptoms. My boobs were huge and sore and I was just like, I just feel super pregnant. And then they did the ultrasound and I could see because it was up on the screen there that there was no heartbeat and it was only like six weeks, seven days or six weeks, six days. Mm -hmm. And I should have been like over eight weeks at that point. So I was like, fuck. Um, that sucks. And I got emotional and, you know, nothing really prepares you for that except that I just had this like gut feeling that something was wrong. And I'm so glad I asked the doctor to go back and look because I don't know when it would have happened naturally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just like sitting in there. Maybe it wouldn't. Like, I, I mean, maybe it wouldn't. Like, I'm sure there are situations where your body may not pass it 
naturally, you know, yeah, that happens like all the time. And you would yeah. have gone to a 12 week appointment and been like, whoa, what, what's going on? And then right. that, I mean, at 12 weeks, you're like yeah. so attached and you think you're there. So, so then I went through the process of miscarrying mm-hmm. at home and it wasn't super painful. It was just kind of like a rough day, but I, I was kind of like, okay, that's over with, like that's done. Like moving on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like that's the society we live in. It's just kind of like pick up your bootstraps and like keep going. Like I have a healthy baby. Like there's so much to be grateful for. And I think that mentality is helpful. Yeah. So I wasn't that emotional about it. I was just kind of like, okay, like moving on now. And then I did have a session with my therapist and she was just like asking me what was up. And I was like, oh yeah, like this happened. And then she was the one who was like, we need to like, we need to get some closure around this. Yeah. And she talked to me for the whole session about it. And it like really made me realize that I was upset about it. And like, Mm -hmm. I needed to process it and kind of like be sad Mm -hmm. and mourn it. And after that session with her, she was amazing. Um, I was like, I feel less tense. Like I was, I just kind of went through a ritual of being like, okay, that was, that was really fucking shitty. Yeah. Like that was really sad. And yeah, I would say it made, it didn't really go away the anxiety of it until I got pregnant again. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. luckily for us, it didn't take super, super duper long. Um, you know, we got it like six, five or six months later. So I feel so grateful for that. But it's like the anxiety when you are trying and when you're in early pregnancy, when you've experienced loss, is really high. I I was going to say, I feel like it's a different ball game, honestly, because you know the risks and you know – because, like, you hear about the risks. Like, even if you haven't had a loss, you hear about them, blah, blah. But it's, like, a different thing when, like, that's already happened to you once. Yeah, you get really worried fertility issues and this like something's going on that you're going to have to go see someone about but that's what I was going to say is you hear about them and you're kind of you kind of think of it in medical terms you don't really process it until you or someone you know really close to you it happens and then it becomes like whoa this is happening way more often than you think and it's very emotional um, for Mm -hmm. that person or your friend or yourself like it's just crazy how you don't really think about it until it does happen to you or your friend. It's yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It becomes, it just becomes relevant to your life. And it was relevant for my life really at the forefront for, yeah, from October to basically last week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And now I feel a sense of I, I do feel confident now that I'm past that 12 week mark but you know I have a friend that has gone through loss more than one mm-hmm. and at a couple points I reached out to her because I was just like oh my god I'm feeling so anxious mm-hmm. and yeah. she was really helpful and she just like knew what to say and she's so strong like she was a great person to reach out to her. And like, I just hope that I can do that for somebody else in the future. Um, 
I don't know, maybe this is helping somebody right now, but you know, it is for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. So yeah, I would say like, listen, if you feel like something's up, talk to your doctor, like try and advocate for yourself and it's okay to feel those feelings and be sad about a loss. Yes. Um, yeah. And it honestly, like this one now, I just feel so excited. Like yeah. I just feel like she's even more special now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited. Ooh, I could yeah. tear up. Feeling, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Feeling so grateful. So yes. you know. I'm we're so excited we're for thrilled. little baby girl. And thank you so much for a sharing that with everyone. Yeah, thanks, Shannon. Um if you are someone who has experienced a loss or experienced multiple losses, like we hope that we can create a space for you to connect with someone else who has and get a little bit of support or you know, lightness around it or Whatever you are looking for, we're hoping that, you know, our little community of mom group chat can offer that to you. Um, So we just appreciate you sharing that with us, Shannon. And we're so excited for this new little baby. Yay. Thank you guys. I'm so excited. Um, I appreciate you guys being there for me over the past couple of months while I've been keeping it a secret, basically. And now it's so fun to be able to share and join in the conversations around how flipping fun pregnancy <laughs> is. Yay. Uh, oh, uh, there's so much to be grateful for. And um, yeah, I'm called painters today. I'm texting Whitney about wallpaper and how much that costs, <laughs> which is a shit ton. Um, Cause we'll be, <laughs> We'll be genderizing the room. Yeah. Poor TJ. I was like, all right, let's make it neutral because we never know what we're going to have. And then they're like, it's a girl. And I'm like, pink. (laughs) That's how I am. I like, I mean, I definitely am very much into Graydon's room, but I doing her room. I'm like, ooh, this is so girly and so fun. I know. It's so fun. You know what? If she doesn't like it later, that's okay. It's honestly for me. Yeah. This is just how it is right now. Like, just this like is the for birthday me. parties. It's all for us. Okay. We did it. <laughs> let, let me have this. <laughs> oh, I loved, I loved having a girl. I'm so excited you both are having girls because I have just loved being a girl mom and they're so fun and cute and all of the girl stuff is so just. It just makes it's your heart crazy. sing, I think. It's so cute. All my friends are having girls. And when I was having a boy, I felt like everyone was having boys. Like, Candace, you were one of the only people. I was the only girly pop of yeah. the group. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, Same. my gosh, I know so many people having girls this year. I think even in our group uh, chat for uh, September, it's more girls than boys. I'm like, it shifted. Yeah. Well, so my sister-in-law is an OBGYN. So... She's a great resource whenever I was pregnant and for this group. People are always like, can you ask Olivia? So shout out to Olivia, my sister-in-law. But she says like when she's delivering babies, like they come in waves. Like that it'll be like a crazy, like mostly girls for a month. And then it'll switch and be like mostly boys. So it's weird how like, I wonder if like, 
I don't know. Maybe this is woo-woo of me, but I feel like the stars and the moons have something. Literally. Well, and and I I don't know. Ironically, everyone's having the opposite gender of what they've had before. I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. It does seem like that happens more than two of the same. I don't know. I was just like, I was shocked at how many of my friends are having the opposite. I, saw I think thing. statistically it's like 50-50 literally every time. Oh. Like there's oh. nothing about like if you have two boys, then you're going to have a third boy. Like I th- I'm pretty sure this was an Emily Oster thing that she told me on yeah. her Ask Me Anything Wednesdays. But she's like, no, literally every single time you conceive it's 50-50. Okay, because I had read once that or heard it could be in a TikTok. So who knows? I saw this somewhere that like Our if resource. you have th- yeah <laughs> an unknown resource <laughs> that if you have three gender three of the same gender in one like in a row that it could mean that your sperm literally does not like there's like it does not carry the other one like because it's really the sperm who brings the gender so like that's why I always yeah like. Vinny wants a boy so bad whenever we get pregnant, you know, the next time. And I'm always like, if it's not, it's your fault. Like, you're the one carrying the, yeah, the DNA. So, Vinny, your but sperm I think has, it happened. Your sperm has yeah. eyelashes, my guy. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can picture that. So That's our next weird. Photoshop. It has yeah, to yeah. be. Yeah. So, I can see I don't it. know. I read that. Um, I read that if they have three in a row, it could mean that like their sperm literally doesn't carry the other. That would be Andrew. Andrew would be so sad if I had to be like, oh, as it turns out, you have no male (laughs) sperm. All of your sperm are female. How does that make you feel? They all have eyelashes. Yeah, they're all eyelashes. They all have like, I just imagined like little grannies. They have like (laughs) glasses and eyelashes and like little lipsticks and they're just like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like that's what's inside your nuts <laughs> oh no oh my oh god no. that is funny well uh, I mean I'm it's so funny because he has some of that in there which I'm about to go tell him right now we're 50 50 <laughs> it's exciting okay well you're gonna keep us updated on your pregnancy journey yes, now that this is out yes. To all of our listeners, I mean, we're a fertile bunch of girls here because <laughs> Whitney is due August. I'm being induced the August 27th. So soon. So soon. August, September, then- October, November. Okay, so I'm five months from you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's doable. A little bit farther than last time. That'll work. Yeah. It'll. It's the same year. So, <laughs> yeah. Candace, yeah. I know. tell Vinny to get his eyelash sperms ready no hopefully well, his are carrying a football this time yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> wow we're really subscribing to the general or the gender norms here. they have beards like, yeah. yeah well i mean you guys had like tj and Graydon were 2021 and alice is 2022 so we're back it's, on schedule my friends yeah we're i think still it's good schedule. luck it's good luck yeah. that whitney and i are on on par yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm feeling in it in my Which bones candace <laughs> I've, I've, I've got some work to do <laughs> get um, pumping 
All right. Well, that one got deep. Thank you all for coming with me to that space. Appreciate all the support. I'm so excited. We'll um we'll open up a thread on our Facebook group of people who are also due around the same time as you, so that maybe if you wanted to <gasps> start cute. a due date group, yeah, highly that recommend. Would be so fun. That would be okay. so fun. So fun. All right, let's All right. go look at the Facebook group you made. Okay, perfect. All right, guys, thank you, Love you. so much for Congrats, listening. Shannon. Congrats, thank Shannon. You. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right, gotta go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.